0: Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, a.k.a. Young Saint, a.k.a. Mr. Flexo and Alexo, about to make your best ho my next ho. Told your girl to take off that dress. She looked back at me and said, boy, you a mess. I might just send her a flight. Man, I might just send it tonight. Out here trying to be somebody's son to somebody's daughter. Mr. Unproblematic, but I'm still a problem. <sighs> Retiring, ready to turn sundress season into undress season. That hurt me. That hurt me. This this last one, at least at least till next year. That uh, man, Deion,
1: what'd you say? Sundress season.
0: Yeah, man, we're gonna have to uh, sundress season. We're gonna have to let it go, even though even though I'm not gonna lie, it was a little breeze in the air. Um, this morning, and I was like, you know what? Like, I could see this on a good, on a good little Saturday run in the Publix. Yeah, Pfft. coming out, you know, somebody coming out with they little, they look, they look three little bad ass three year old.
1: Them be the ones,
0: man. And that wind, and that wind, just catch a little bit of that yellow sundress, and you be hey, like, do you ever mess with a single mother? Man, as you get older, you start to realize, like, being the person without kids, I'm I'm a unicorn.
1: Be these
0: girls got kids? These old got kids? Man, I, I I've accepted
1: that. I'm be I'm put it like this: messing with a woman with kids ain't always all bad. It's not because because the thing is they be busy and they want to get straight to it.
0: Exactly, and the one thing and she can't say is she ain't fucking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, the, the one thing they is doing is fucking, because they ain't got time for the shoe-shoeing and all that. It's like, look... And then, on top of that, the best thing about it is smashing hours is between 7 a.m. and 3 p.m. You ain't got to stay up late, kicking it late-night dinners and not None of that. It's like, look, we gonna go get some breakfast, We gonna go get this IHOP, gonna we'll go back to my house, knock it down, and you know... By two thirty at the latest, she gonna be up and out your face because she gotta go pick up them kids. Ain't it ain't not. all bad. It ain't all bad. It ain't all bad.
0: And then you, and then guess what? By three o'clock, I can still go about my date. <laughs> like
1: exactly, I can, I can still, still move the and shit. You get your video games in. You good? I'm out here living, living.
0: Man, let me let's let's finish this. Hey, hey shout out to the single mothers. This shout this out to y'all. <laughs> Appreciate y'all and all y'all do for the community. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Charles Flex Xavier, (laughs) Captain African-American. We don't aim to please, we aim for the head. Remember, it cost zero dollars for me to cut you off, and I love some free shit. Draft day coming, young Kobe in his prime. I'd rather you waste my money than to ever waste my time. The latest CDC recommendation is a dose of me because, baby, we've been inside for far too long for me to be outside of you, and the man to the right of me can only be.
1: He who remains, 45s and single, I make it precipitate with loose chain. When it's zero chance of rain. No. Kang Wang with this. Slicker than Rick the ruler. I conquer all worlds. Oh, and then some. Low key ain't nobody fresher than me. I be who I say I be. Who else but me? The F and F and D. It's Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up, bro. Man, been
0: a minute. It's been a minute. I know it's sounded been a rusty. minute. I sounded rusty, didn't
1: I? Huh? I sounded rusty, didn't I?
0: I mean, I think I did too. I think I did too. But I mean, hey, y'all, you know. It's we, been a long couple weeks, people. It, Forgive bro. us. Bro, <laughs> you ain't saying shit. It has been a long couple weeks, man. I'm 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 happy I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: <laughs> you know what it is? It's that stretch right before the holidays with work. So a lot of people is putting a lot of pressure on you to get shit in because they know really, I wanna say about mid-November. Ain't a lot of shit getting done. A lot of motherfuckers are cruising. Ain't no new Til shit Till about mid-November, till about January 5th. And then after January 5th, that's when shit picked back up again. Yeah. Because ain't no new shit so, getting done. Like, right, right. now, it's so,
0: all in the third quarter, let's finish out the game type shit.
1: Yeah, so, like, my fiscal year ends at, you know, December 31st. But a lot of people that I work with, their fiscal year ends in what are like late September October right September that time. 30th like me okay thank you that's the date September 30th so now they're trying to get a lot of shit in and then the first part of October they're trying to get a lot of shit in order so they know what they're looking at for the rest of the year they're trying to get those budgets in line different departments that need money like for me I do a lot of work with uh facilities management the motherfuckers are going to be rushing saying hey look The reports that I'm working on now, they're going to be turning in those reports saying, hey, look, our consultants say we need X amount of money for our roofing projects this year. So it's crunch time because they know by, like I said, January, I mean, November 15th. After that, motherfuckers are winding down. They're getting ready to travel for the holidays. They're getting ready to bring family in for the holidays. And once that's done, Thanksgiving and all that good shit, it's all right, Christmas time. We shopping. We... We figure out travel arrangements. Ain't nobody really gonna be putting that much time and effort into work. No. Nah. So, right now we're dealing with that crunch of very demanding, very pushy people. It's not very fun. My nigga, you you spoke
0: my like. Look, I don't even got to tell you what my week, what my week been like. I can tell. <laughs> That's Cause... my whole week. That's been my last month.
1: I can only imagine, fam and you working in the department you work in, you see it all from all angles. Like, I can only speak from facility management and some shit like that. You see it from budgeting. You see it from, uh, what you call that? O- open enrollment. You see it from all fucking angles. So I know you got it bad, Man,
0: let me tell you. Like, that's what's been... So the project I've been talking about on the podcast uh, has been open enrollment, as I am... Uh, as I do run a benefits program at the municipality that I work at. Um, And man, when I tell you it has been a grind because it's the first one under my, under my name, I just, you know, you don't want anything to go wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when you touch benefits, you touch everybody check. You know what I'm saying? So you got to, you go out of, you go above and beyond to make sure that you handle shit right. And I that's that's just what I've been doing. That's why the grind been a lot of late nights Man, Frank, we're currently recording at 9 p.m. And I was like, Frank, boy, it's 5 30. Niggas sleepy now. Like, I, I I, literally had to eat dinner and take a nap on the couch and not get in my bed. Cause if I had took a nap in my bed, I was going to sleep in my bed.
1: I feel <laughs> you. And honestly, I wouldn't have been mad at you. Cause I, dog, trust me, I know the feeling. If, honestly, if it went for them little girls, bro, I'd have probably been to bed by seven, eight o'clock every night. Hey, but they come home, they got energy. You got to play with them, got to feed them, got to bathe them. Yes, but I know what you mean. Being sleepy early, being sleepy when the sun still out Hey,
0: but we ain't missing. We gonna we gonna turn it up. We gonna turn it up a little bit. I'm gonna tell y'all why we ended up missing uh missing the the last week's output. You know um.
1: I thought we wasn't gonna talk about me getting arrested, bro. I I
0: wasn't gonna put it out there, but I mean I mean take off. I mean they caught you on 79th Street. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs>
1: 79th Street Club Boys. Yeah, that's where they caught me.
0: Hey, bro, I mean, no judgment. You know what I'm saying? We we here for everybody here. You know, we support everybody on the pod. This is a safe space. Um
1: It is not a safe space, not for me.
0: So when they caught the so when they caught the guy spreading your cheeks with the clear gel <laughs> and you in and the, and the cop spotlight hit you, like when the flashlight hit you, um, and you look back over your shoulder, um what were the thoughts running through your head?
1: I hope Marvin don't talk about this on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you was my first thought. That's what that's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> my nigga, I,
0: I actually feel a way that in your while a man was spreading your cheeks open, you thought about me. Like I feel I feel like we shouldn't need, like maybe we need to pause and re record this whole beginning. Cause bro. <laughs> nah, that ain't the real reason why, guys. Um no, we just need some R and R. I'm not gonna lie to you. We need some R and R. We both had things going on that weekend. Um, for me, I don't. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie. I
1: had a, I had tickets to the J Cole concert on our recording night. So, I heard a lot of. I didn't go to the show, but I heard a lot of dope things about it. People spoke very highly of it.
0: My nigga, best show, best 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 concert I've been I've been to, hands is, down.
1: Is it true he brought out Drake?
0: My nigga, you ain't seen the vi- Drake. Drake came out. Drake, Future. They did your favorite song, Way Too Sexy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what's
0: up. Um, but no, nah, man, it was a, it was a, it was a good time. You know, that was my first. That's my first like big event around that many people. Post
1: right inside too. Inside, inside, yeah. Um. And but it's, luck, it's not triple A no more. It's what FTX Arena. FTX now? Arena.
0: I don't even know what that stands for. I was Who's, just about to ask you it? what the hell
1: is FTX. I'm gonna still call it Triple A.
0: I, I it may be FedEx for all I know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I um, still call it Triple A. Like I still call Dolphin Stadium Joe Robbie.
0: Oh, I mean, all day. It ain't gonna never be no more than Joe Robbie.
1: It's it's Joe Robbie you forever. Might. I don't even know who Joe Robbie is, really. I just know he was a he had deep pockets to get a whole stadium named after him. That's all I know about Joe Robbie, but that's his stadium.
0: Hey, and and you might get a pro player out of me. Like, you might yeah, get a pro player. you might get a player pro player. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's about it. <laughs> um, but no, nah, it, it was still a AAA when I was driving. Now I tried to, when I was like, you know, like you're trying to put it into your GPS. And I'm like, man, let me throw this in my GPS. And I'm like, the fuck, is a AAA. Like, what the fuck? She's not coming up. <laughs> And then I saw, I, you know, like, you, yeah, as we are both iPhone iPhone users, you know, like, when it's close to the time that you have an event, like, the iPhone will tell you, like, FTX, FTX Arena, you, like, 30 minutes away or whatever, whatever. And I was like, oh, FTX, that's right. Totally forgot. Man, everybody and their mama was there. Traffic getting in was, you know, normal, big event traffic luckily for us, so here, low-key, little plug for the listeners. What we, what I have learned is if you buy a handicap seat, okay, okay, here, here. Here's a major key. I'm going to drop this on If you buy a handicap seat, you low-key get like a whole section. Because unless someone else buys a handicap seat, because they're usually there for people with wheelchairs and things of that nature, right? You buy a handicap seat, you get a whole section, and we were apart from everybody around us. Mm. Low key, people thought we was like somebody special, like because like we had like it's damn near a booth, so people looking at us like, yo, damn, what they do? (laughs) Somebody had to think I was a scammer or some shit. Like, I ain't gonna lie, it was a vibe. It was it was enough to I felt safe. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, that's big. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it was not that I felt so. Safe. That
1: means, that means the closest person to you was probably ten feet away.
0: I, that that wasn't in my party. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't right, in my right. group.
1: So I felt good. That's what's up.
0: But man, other than that, man, Cole went out there, kilted it like always. And and right toward like, it, it seemed like it was over for some people because like he he goes out there, he performs. You know, some of the some of. The hits and everything, he did his thing. Hands down, one of the best lyricists in the world. I don't care what anybody says. One of the best lyricists ever. People start walking out. Because the music stops, it goes black. He doesn't say goodnight. He just, the lights go down, and people start walking out thinking it's over. Then everybody, you know, start going encore and all of that shit, thinking we're going to bring him back out. He gets on the mic and he says, man, I'm blessed. But to have this happen on my first night, first night of the tour. And then Drake's music started playing. <laughs> and, and you know what's crazy? I and everybody who, everybody who went with me no, I was like willing this to happen. Because I kept saying, yo, Drake has been in Miami all week. I had been seeing him, all, he had been hanging with Khaled. He had been at um. He had rented out Dave and Buster's and like bought it out for like everybody. Like I had been seeing like look, I'm like yo Drake been hanging out all week. Like why the fuck is he still like you know what I'm saying? He allowed to be anywhere. I mean he's fucking Drake.
1: But I'm like man, Drake loves Miami though. He does. He he he, he owns a place down here. Oh he does. I didn't know that. Yeah. But I was
0: like man, it'd be dope Drake show up. And I just kept like and I must have whipped because we got in there. I said man. It'll, and I said it to everybody, man, Lord, I, I just got this feeling like Drake might show up. It'll be real tight. Fast forward, we in the middle of the concert. The, the, it, goes the dark, like it goes dark. Cole walks away. And I'm like, they should know that that's not how the show's going to end. It just, that's not, that that's not, the you can feel that that wasn't the climax of the show. And people are right. walking out in droves. And I'm like, even, even if Drake, Drake wasn't even in my thought process at that point, but I know the show's not over. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could feel, you know what I'm saying? You know you could feel between yourself and the artist. Like, you could tell the energy coming. You could tell that wasn't the end. But many people start walking out. I guess everybody, you know, niggas, got to beat the traffic. You know, we always trying to be the first to the car, because we love to hurry up and wait.
1: Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We the kings of hurry up and wait. Um, So he came out. Drake killed it. Killed it. How many songs he did? He did about four songs. Okay. He, he did uh, the one he got with Lil Dirt. Laugh now, cry later. I believe is the name of that song.
1: I think you're right. You um, said he, he did too sexy.
0: He did too sexy when he brought Future up there. Future came right. out. Um, he did the song he got with with uh, Twenty One Savage because Twenty One Savage was also on the. Oh, that the shit tour. Hard. Yeah, he unfortunately da,
1: yeah. Project Pat couldn't be here.
0: Man, yeah, that's all I was missing. What I was missing, but it was, it was a, like when I say like it was a dope was two, vibe.
1: Was twenty one in attendance too? Well, twenty one Savage, he was the opening act. Oh, okay, okay. So everybody was damn near there, bro. It was vibe.
0: Wow, okay. It was vibe. I'm not gonna complain, man. Look, it, look. I was like, you know, the only thing that would have made the night even better was if Lil Baby had showed up to hit his hit his part of the verse in in J Cole's song.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but other than that, bro, I man, a fucking vibe. Totally enjoyed myself.
1: Yeah, I didn't hear not one bad not even one okay. Everybody spoke glowingly of that show. That's what that's what's up.
0: Exactly. I the one thing that happened that I thought was super dope was recently J. Cole had remixed um he had did a freestyle over one of Drake's newest songs.
1: Um Yeah. I'm aware of that.
0: Yeah, he, you know, he said, you know, everybody's already put him in third place, to, to in the in the race between Drake, Cole, Kendrick. Like everybody's already slotted him as bronze, as he said. And Drake, Drake was like, man, I heard you say that, but you, you one of my favorite artists, like hands down. You know, giving giving the nigga his flowers. Like you one of the best rappers of all time. Don't let nobody tell you no different. It's too many people who believe that you one of my favorite artists, like. He's like, I hate that we gotta always have like sentimental moments whenever we on stage together, but
1: he just wanted to tell him that shit. And I I was like, That's dope. Cause you know, a lot of times when rappers talk, they always talk about rap as a competition and oh, I'm the best and so forth and so forth. But the thing is it's also an art and there's enough art and appreciation for to go around for everybody. So whether people do pit us against each other or not, I wanna take this moment and, you know, give you the flowers that I have for you. Because I mean if Cole wanted to, he could not He could have not invited Drake on stage. So by him inviting you, inviting Drake to that stage, which is his show, it says a lot about how he feels about Drake. He doesn't see Drake as a threat or anything. He sees him as a peer, you know, as a, peer, as like a that. brother. Yeah, a peer. But it's always been like that, because in the past, um, J. Cole was doing a show, and this was around the time Drake just came out with that single, Zero to 100, which was a huge single. It's oh, yeah, probably yeah. one of Drake's biggest songs. I mean, it's a hard song. So, Drake is there and Cole is about to take stage and Cole tells him, like, yo, you could come up with me. And Drake is all excited, like, okay, cool. You know, what song can I do? And Cole tells him, man, do whatever you want. And then Drake asks him, well, can I do Zero to 100? He's like, of course. So, Cole is doing this thing and he doesn't. Like he doesn't announce Drake is there to, you know, to surprise the fan Drake comes out Fans are cheering you know. Drake waves And then that beat drops And then everybody's going crazy And the dude who's fanning out Is J. Cole standing right next to him Just dancing and everything It's like yo that's cool Most people would say Like most competitive people like that They'll be like nah I ain't gonna let you do that song That song is killing it You gonna show me up if you do that song <laughs> It ain't come off like that The Cole Cole was happy for him
0: and you know what and and i hate to um i hate to to pair the two but i i think they've always been connected or they always run parallel with each other and um i'm going to say hip hop rap and sports have always run very parallel to each other and in the past you would have it would have been way more competitive now i don't think competition is out but i think the I think the edginess of it, the, oh, if you ain't with me, you against me, has kind of died out a little bit, similar to the way it is with the NBA. Like, if you want to, we'll use LeBron and, and, and them boys, for example. Like, right now, you could tell, like, yo, on the court, it's us. Like, hey, we we, we going at each other. But this is my legit friend. Like, we're going to be on a banana boat in the summer, whether I win the championship, he win the championship, or what have you. And I think... As sports kind of shifted to that, and LeBron in this generation has kind of shifted into the, it's more about the players than it is just about the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think as that has shorted, sort of blah blah blah. As that has sort of shifted over, I think that's kind of bled into hip hop because the way we refer to hip hop, it's it's the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't shit you could do about the game.
1: I really like the analogy you just said because another parallel that I see between sports and music, um, in sports a lot of people they uh, you bringing up LeBron they talk about how he created the super teams and all that because instead of the front office pairing these guys together he went ahead and took the initiative and say these are the people I want to play with so he, take, he takes it upon himself to kind of recruit guys to play alongside him. A lot of people saw that as taboo whereas it's like there's only one championship ring. If there's space for the best guy in this position and the best guy in this position to play alongside me, that greatly increases our chance to get that championship for whatever year it is. Why not do it? I mean, yeah, we're all competitive, we want to compete with against each other, but if we could hedge our bets, I mean, why not do that? And in music, I, I think a lot of these artists are doing the same thing. Instead of all of them, Dissing and going after each other's throats. It's like, nah, we can link up and and really take this to another level. And honestly, I respect that. I like seeing the power in the in in the labor's hands, if that makes sense. Like, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of the executives making all the decisions and the players getting all the backlash, or the executives in music making all the money, and then the artist who's creating all this work. Don't get there, just do. So to see the playing field kind of shift a little bit, I'm happy with that. Uh,
0: agree. Agreed. Agreed. Because now, you know, I don't need to be signed to no, no team. I don't need to be signed to no record label to put good music out. Like now, right. like this is the most access anyone has ever had. Like like the players, this is the most player freedom anyone has ever had when it comes to the NBA,
1: for, yeah. for example.
0: Um, But... 100% man. I am with you. I'm with you on that. Um but before we move forward, I want to I want to dive back in on a topic we talked about in the last part real What's quick. Up? So we were talking about the cast iron pot, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I just want to talk. I just want and and we were talking about how you know you know we put the we put the pot in the we put the pot in the, in the dishwasher. You know, we I mean What you mean? Like, I ain't ain't really mean to put it in there, but I mean, I mean, whatever. And you know how women, she'll be upset with us. Like, she'll be upset that we did that. We go through the whole what you mean shit, and we like, don't worry about it, I'll buy you a new one. But for her, that's not all, because we're, I think we're more solution-based than women are sometimes. And I'm saying 100%. sometimes I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying sometimes we're a little Women bit more just solution focus based. Focus on the problem. Yeah, because we're we're like, there's a problem, eliminate it, done. We t- I took care of it. Nah. <laughs> to them,
1: that's it. To them, we not, we don't care for the source or anything. Just like the only time we care for the source is the problem repeats itself more than twice. Then it's like, okay, why does this continue to happen? Right. Like, if it's if it's just something that happened once, yeah, it's like okay, solve it over with, but if it keeps happening, then we're like, okay, let's figure out what's going on. Yeah,
0: because if it's, if it's some, like, something like that, like, you know, I'll, just, I'll buy you another one. Like, I'm, you know, my bad. I'll buy you another one. And, uh, you know, I learned I learn my lesson. Now, if there's a pattern created, then you know, I get that. But no, women see that, it's like, let's get to the source of why this happened. Because I told you, because in her mind, she told you that the cast iron pot should have never went into the dishwasher. She might have said that four years ago
1: i was about to say, and the thing is, when they tell you, they said something, and you be like, "When did you tell me?" They'll be like, "Oh, I told you in the middle of the Lakers game when the Lakers was down by two points with thirty-six they never seconds specific. left in the fourth. They never that and specific. Like,
0: they never no, that No, but I'm saying that's
1: when they when they told you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at the Laker <laughs> game. You mean at the end of the game when it when they was down two with thirty-six seconds left? You really think I heard anything said in this house at that moment? Hey, get out of here. I said, I okay, listening
0: babe. to anything. Yeah, I said, okay, babe, and kissed you. And You notice I never took my eye off TV. I didn't even look at you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just kissed in a general direction and hope and you was standing you just happened to be there. You just right. happened
0: <laughs> to be there. Um, after we had that conversation and we were, you know, posting promo regarding, you know, regarding the episode, and it hit me and I was like, man, I, I know a lot of times where I'm like, I'm, I'm good to like, let's just get to the root of the problem. Most, most women kind of want to like, Let's talk about the source of how we got here and how, in her mind, because we only see that as we messed up the pot one time. She sees that as how you have repetitively not listened to her when she tells you things. Now you have having an argument you definitely wasn't prepared for because you was like, whoa, wait. No, but we're going to get a new pot, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The whole time you're thinking, where did this come from? It's been building. It's been building. You just didn't know. Didn't know. And then be bringing up shit from the past. And bruh, like, nigga, you still mad about that? But I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, because you
0: remember back in 2017 when I told you, don't park the car, don't back the car in, don't back the car and drive it straight in. I don't know how, I don't like that. I don't know how you do, like, you know, it'll, it'll turn into a whole other thing. <laughs> like, you like, What? I was just trying to get the groceries <laughs> out the easy way. Like, I just didn't want to have to walk around the car. All right. My bad. Let me ask
1: you, have you ever had this happen to you? You get into an argument and she be mad about you. She be mad at you about a bunch of shit. So in the argument, you think the argument is about the cast iron pot. Or even better yet, you kind of see the direction of the argument going, okay, it's about me not listening when she tells me stuff. But she throws in so much other shit that you can't make the correlation. So now you don't know what exactly to respond to in an argument. So now when she's done ranting for about eight minutes, you just sitting there like, I don't even know what to say. Like, all I can say is I hear you. I'll do better. <laughs> Look, hey, is she gonna be like this? And <laughs> she's gonna be like,
0: that's all you, I said. All of that, and that's all you got. In no, because now I feel like you like, Now I feel like you wasn't even listening to me when I was talking.
1: And it's like the thing is, I was listening to you. I just can't make sense of it. So instead of me putting my foot in my mouth, I'm just going to say I'm going to be a better person and hope this goes away. (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
0: hey, I'm going to hit you with a couple of these. Like, you know what? Nah, I hear you. I I totally see where you're coming from. Um, You know, I can see how you thought that. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) My wife is going to hit this episode and she's going to be like, so you don't... You don't listen to shit. I be saying, huh? Because, dog, everything you just said and what I just said is my playbook.
0: (laughs) It just, it be the basics. And then you hit them with, you know, do you hit them with a big word. Like, you know, I was really deep. Um, No, I can see how that's your perspective. But I was just trying to watch. It it was with the other dishes. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know that me leaving the pot in there meant that I never listened to you. And how last week when you told me to to stop putting the cup on the on the on the wood that I forgot and I did it again and you came by and you wiped it up and you put the cup away, but you never said anything to me about it. And now you gotta hit him with a callback. That's that's a good one too. You <laughs> yeah. gotta hit him with a callback. Oh, oh, look. As I zoned out and zoned back in, I picked up on a key moment. Like, you know, I could tell by your inflection in your voice that this was a key moment in your argument. And guess what? I'm going to call back to it when I reply. Okay? (laughs) All right? Now, the one thing that FCAT did teach me was read and respond. You know what I'm saying? Like, I read, I'm going to use some of what you said, and I'm going to throw it back at you.
1: Right. You got to. Now- Because then that way they feel like you listen.
0: Exactly. Now- the 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 deeper version is me talking talking about your perspective doing a call back to a piece of the argument and then bringing it back and how i'm going to do better because of this this and that the other version of that is the simpler version which got us in trouble in the first place which was why did you put, when she asked you why did you put the pot in here and you said i put the pot in the i put the pot in the dishwasher like when you did that in your mind, that's you thinking I responded back because I was listening. Nah, nigga, you was buying time. But <laughs> I say all that to say I say all that to say um, sometimes sometimes I feel like that's helpful you know, digging into the source of the issue. But other times oh, I feel like, ladies this, this isn't just a you thing. I'm sure there's some guys that do this as well. But majority in my experience, I can only experience you know, things through my eyes. And Sometimes y'all be wanting to talk and get dig deeper into something that really ain't that deep. It don't be that deep. It don't be that deep. Like, I I, I didn't think that as through as... I didn't think that through the way you think I did. Like, I just put that over there.
1: Like, I, I really wasn't even... I was in a rush. I was thinking about watching a TV show. It was dirty. We throw the dirty pots in the dishwasher. That's all I was thinking. Did I take time to realize, hey, this is a cast iron pot and it should be washed by hand? No. Have I ever owned a cast iron pot myself? No. no. <laughs> so this is my first encounter with a cast iron pot. So I apologize. Simple as that. But no. It got to be something so much more with them. It's like, Jesus Christ.
0: Like, I love it And sometimes you, but... you
1: can feel them arguments coming. Like, you could. Can... It's like a a, a pot just boiling over and you, you slowly staring at it, but you're not doing shit. It's like, oh shit, that shit's going to boil over. Oh <laughs> hey, the, shit. The worst be, the worst be
0: the worst be when you see it coming, right? And you're like, hey, I'm going to just, I ain't going to do too much today. I'm going to just. Because <laughs> you know I'm telling the truth. Because like you, you can tell there's some tension. I don't know where the tension lies <laughs> yet. I'm not going to attack it yet. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to chill. Just, I ain't going to do nothing too outright. I ain't going to do nothing to piss off today. That would be the equivalent like with,
1: of you lifting the pot off the stove instead of turning the heat down. You just lift it up a little bit, let the water <laughs> cool down just a little bit, <laughs> and you put it right back.
0: Just give it some, <laughs> just give it some air. You know just let the, Let the bubbles go back down.
1: <laughs> Nick said I ain't going to do too much today. <laughs> That's that literally how it be. I'm just going to chill, let her watch her TV. I ain't even going to ask to play video games. I ain't finna. I ain't finna fuck with nothing. But it, you, As a you don't fact, even. I'm gonna realize. ask her what she want to eat. He gonna <laughs> exactly. eat whatever she want to eat today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you
0: just come in the room. Hey, baby, I was thinking about ordering some food. Um, you had something in mind? No. All right. <laughs> like you be trying. You you'll find ways to engage, but on a helpful tip, like you'll get up. You'll get up like 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 you was a child. This is this is how much is in it. We'll get up like it's something moving. It's something wrong in the house. Like I can feel it. Oh, I'm gonna get Look, ready? I'm gonna get up, go clean the bathroom. (laughs) 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 Let me just go scrub the bathroom real quick.
1: Cause you know, hey, I got a feeling. It's like a sixth sense. You know what? I got a feeling something's gonna hit the fan today. I just wanna make sure when that shit comes my way, it's not gonna be in full force. No. Cause it's hard
0: to to yell at me when I got yellow gloves on and I'm just cleaning the toilet. Like, what's going on? (laughs) <laughs> Look at me just taking care of the house Like
1: what's going on So that yelling automatically turns to just forceful talking
0: Oh that forceful talk shit Hey y'all honestly sometimes That's not even the scary shit Is when she come in the room And she say do you have a minute And I'm like <laughs> yeah what's, what's, what's Like she come in And she want to talk She want to sit down and talk to you calm. Like, we know, well, let me tell you, when your girl talking to you forcefully, but very calm.
1: Oh, she's beyond mad.
0: She might stab you in your sleep.
1: That's when they go from Super Saiyan to when they got on the, the monkey fur.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Super yeah, Saiyan Force.
1: Yeah. That's, Automatic. That's Super Saiyan with a hair real long. When they come calm, that's when the, the hair becomes short, but they even stronger now. That's what that is. <laughs> that's all, all the anime is. references. All of them.
0: For the girls. That's (laughs) when Sailor Moon completely transforms and hit a bitch with a moon tiara magic. Just want to throw that at y'all, see if y'all catch that. Um, Right. (laughs) But yeah, man, I just, when we closed out of that and we were posting a promo of that, I was like, man, I have been in situations where it's like, let's just get to the root of the problem. We don't got to, everything don't need a a 10 minute breakdown dissertation. Like we don't need a 100... Like, we don't need, I don't need to write a report. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, this happened. This is how we fix it. And I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you my word. It's not going to happen again. If it does, it's definitely not intentional.
1: I will say this. Advice to the ladies. Us guys aren't as stupid as y'all may think we are. You don't have to give us every single example to get your point across. (laughs) Oh, shit. Boy, you said something there. (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to give us air we can connect dots you can say hey look i've told you a couple of times to do something you didn't do now when he says what you mean then you hit him with the examples but sometimes you only got to hit him with one and say okay so let's use the cast iron pot you see the cast iron pot in the washer now you upset you could simply say hey look i asked you to do this And you didn't listen to me. This makes me upset because now I feel like my words are going in one ear, out the other. Could you not do that? He gets it. Okay. With that simple message that took 30 seconds, you just told him, hey, my words are falling off deaf ears. I don't appreciate it. Cool. Don't do that. He can see that is the issue. She talks to me. I'm not listening. I need to start listening. You don't need to say... Well, you put the cast iron pot in the washer. Why would you do that? And then when I asked you to put down the toilet seat, you didn't do that. When I asked you to wash my car, you didn't do that. You told me it was going to get to it. You never did. And it's like, dog, you're throwing way too much at me now. <laughs> what exactly are you mad at? Yeah. Let's just tackle that for now. The rest of the shit we could talk about when we're in a better space.
0: Nah, why would they do that? No. Why? Because Loki, Loki, she got to embarrass you and let you know how wrong you are. Because you weren't wrong today. My nigga, you been wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you been wrong, my nigga. Like you been wrong.
1: And the, the whole and the whole time in your head, you like, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. And when- <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: let me tell y'all. Y'all either want us to zone out a little bit so that we don't get upset, or on the, when I'm paying attention to everything you saying, it's like, I get it, I get it. All right, let me hit her with an understanding nod.
1: <laughs> you right, <Let's laughs> like, see. But there's levels to it. Cause those, I get it, I get it, understanding odds, gonna turn into okay, you know what? I'm finna I'm gonna square my shoulders. Now I'm really engaged in a conversation. Cause now you're upset, and now you're gonna take every argument she tried to hit you with, now you're gonna be petty and try to flip them all back on her. So now it becomes a, a, a petty game of chess of who could piss each other off the most.
0: Exactly. Like remember when I said, don't touch my shoes? Like I, I handle them. I will put them back in the box. Don't do all that. Now all my shit out of order. I don't know what. But I go to you know I go to grab the this this Jordan and I can't find it here. Like I, I just asked you not to do that, but you did it. I ain't say nothing.
1: You saw me sitting that, in oh the room. Oh my God, the you did it. I ain't say nothing. Argument. <laughs> I ain't say nothing. I went did sat in I, the room. We like organized no. all my shit. When you did this, when you did this, did I treat you the same way? No. See, if I treat you the way you treated me, you would be... <laughs> if I treat
0: you the way you treated me. You wouldn't even be here right now. <laughs> you no know many things I spare you from. You know what I'm saying? Cuz I understand, you know, everybody ain't the same. But no, but because I'm compassionate, because I because I, you know, I give you a shot, you you can't even share, you can't even extend me that. What I give to you, you don't give me back. But no, it's fine. It's fine.
1: <laughs> you say it's fine. it will be fine. <laughs> No, nah, it ain't fine. Fuck that. You be hot as hell at that moment. Like, I was having a good day too.
0: It be like, man, I thought we, I thought I was going to have a good day. I thought I was going to get something today, but guess not. That's fine. <laughs> now I'm more mad. <laughs> Go ahead. Because at this point, clearly I ain't going to fuck. So if you're going to be mad, I'm going to just make you big. we just going to be mad together. We gonna, I'm going to make you more mad today. Fine. Fuck it. If you want to be petty, I can be petty too. <laughs>
1: And then at the end of it all, don't no issue get resolved till like 48 hours later when y'all both got cool heads. And then that's when she can calmly say, you know, I didn't like that you did that the other day. To which you can reply, okay, I can understand that. I'm sorry. And that's it. Yeah. It's like, we didn't even have to go through that big blow
0: up 48 hours ago. But before that 48 hours, don't don't come at me with that. Don't come at me with that. I didn't like that you did that the other day. Because then in my mind, it's like, because if it's too early... Here's the thing, it's a it's a good window of doing it. You either do it right in the sweet spot. Cause if you do it too early, is you still on this petty shit? That's my reaction. If you do it too late, <laughs> if you do it too late, it's like, oh, she don't even care. Like, like look at how she look at how she handled it. Like, so she just gave up on the relationship. Like, you done? You know what I'm saying? So just, and then there's right. the sweet spot of like, all right, I'm open, you open. Let's just, we'll hash it out. You know, I miss having you. I miss having you right next to me. I'm so you know. Let's move
1: past that. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we all go through the same shit. Man.
0: Went 40 minutes in again about some other shit.
1: (laughs) Right. But it's crazy how it's like literally, damn that word for word, it's the same arguments we have. Yeah.
0: Just, just, just. And I know it it ain't just
1: us. I'm pretty sure people listening to it, they can, they'll probably be laughing too, Sandy, if I said shit like that. Yep. He or she that I've been with said shit like that. It's the same shit. It is.
0: It's just a different object, different situations. But it, we all have similar arguments. Because we all want to be heard. We all want to be, you know, we all want to be heard. We all want to be listened to. We all want to be understood. You know, feel our word is being valued. Stuff like that. Everybody just, you know, everybody want to be validated. And I get that. I get that. Right. But before we hop into to the what we got. Let's take a break right here. We'll be right back.
1: This episode of the Samurai Professionals podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at fnd.com. That's e f e n d e e.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code Samurai Pro at checkout
0: all right everybody we hopping back in um we're gonna hit it. we're gonna do this like quick hit style actual quick hit style we're not gonna stay on everything too too long um because I ain't gonna lie to you as much as I had a couple things to say it ain't a bunch of stuff I care about too
1: much <laughs> uh right yeah that was shit that happened this week but not enough not to the point where it's like hey we really need to tackle this issue. You know, what, scratch that. There are issues, huge issues that happen or that's ongoing, especially with me being Haitian. Um I have been paying some attention to what's going on at the uh, Mexican and Texas border, but to be honest and it's not I'm not saying it in a disrespectful way of any or anything. It's just um I I'm just it's not been a lot. in the mood. It's been, it's a, been lot. a lot, yeah.
0: man, and, and this is a light. Like, this is like the light at yeah. the end of a tunnel for us and, most and weeks.
1: It's been a lot. It's, work has been heavy, too, so it feels good to kind of not put my mind on things that's bothering me and laugh. Like, um, I mean, I know several people who's gone out to the border to lend assistance, even my pastor. Um, him, and I want to say some other Haitian pastors from Miami, have all made a trip out there. But to be honest with you, I don't have a lot of faith in the efforts that Mm -hmm. oh not in their efforts but in what they're able to accomplish cause I don't think this administration is gonna bend a little if that makes sense so it's almost like
0: not based on the history of it you know what I mean yeah
1: just looking at the history of everything it's like ain't shit changed, man it's the same fucking song and dance but anyway just keep it light
0: no no not just to keep it light I mean just you know, my prayers are to everybody who's on the border, just trying to find a better life, trying to find safety, trying to find you know safety not just for I, themselves but for their children. You know what I'm saying? Like I, my my prayers are to every to everybody over there that's that's dealing, just looking for something, some light in their life. So
1: I'll just say this, just as, just from a compassion standpoint, if you see several families with small kids making a trip from the Caribbean through Brazil through 11 countries in Central America just to get into the U.S. You wouldn't consider that like, damn, that you have to be some sort of desperate to make this trip. To have, to lack the compassion to say, okay, we're going to put you back on the plane and put you back where you started. Like, like, damn, you can't see that and say, okay, we've seen all that you've done to get here. Let's figure something out for you. It's not like they're coming here and saying, hey, we want voting rights and we want all this. It's like, dog, we just want a better opportunity for my family. That's it.
0: And some of them people ain't been back to, ain't been in Haiti, like haven't lived in Haiti in years. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you're going to pluck me out of, you're going to pluck me from the border and send me back to a country where you're saying go back where you're from. I haven't been from there in years. I have nothing to go back to. Like, there's nothing for me there.
1: You got a country that the people have suffered from an earthquake. They still haven't really recovered from the first one. Their president was just assassinated, so the country is not in a state where it can be prosperous and fruitful. And these people are desperate and scared, and you just going to put them back on the plane, not even put their shit in labeled bags. Like you just put everybody's shit in white bags and then just dump it on the tarmac for everybody to go through everybody's shit to figure out what's theirs. I don't know, man. That just seemed like some asshole shit to do from my perspective. But it's I mean,
0: of, it's um it's the U.S. It's a lot of inhumane shit overall. Um, it's just crazy. I, I like honestly. I and I I mean I don't, I'm not even mad that we got on the topic. Uh, it's just like it's. It's been rough to see, Um, and I think I've spoken on this podcast where I'm like I I kind of take like little hiatuses away from the news, and I just absorb news through either Twitter or like I absorb through news through osmosis. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever's around me in my atmosphere, I eventually will absorb. Um, Right. If it's big enough, it'll it'll come to me. Um, So it's just it's just it's hard to watch, man. It's really hard to watch, especially, especially not just those not just images the...
1: of the dudes on the horses looking like slave catchers and shit.
0: Horrible, horrible. And if America can't see how horrible that optic is, I don't know what else to tell you. Like just,
1: man, oh, man. all right. Lost faith in America a long time ago when it comes to recognizing racial injustices or anything that deals in racism. Really, I think the number of people, or white people, that actually genuinely can recognize and understand it i think that number is way smaller than all the people that turn a blind. it's not even turning a blind eye to it i think through years they've been raised in conditions to not see it or see something else when they look at it so they're in their minds they're being good people and they're not racist because they don't believe they was raised to be racist but all the while it's like it's right in front of you. Like, we, this is some shit that we as a people have dealt with for years and years and years. But yet, you were told something different. So now when you see it, you think it's this when it's really not that. You get what I'm saying?
0: No, I hear what you're saying. I get exactly what you're saying. But. But. One thing did happen this week that I kind of wanted to touch on. Um, I saw I saw a lot of people talking about it in the in the social media, in the Twitter sphere and everything. And that was the young Jeezy and Jeannie Mai announcement that they were having a child. Right. And many people had a lot of opinions about that. For those who follow her and and pay attention to her, she's, she's a host on the real. She recently got married to, you know, Jeezy, AKA young Jeezy. Uh, for those of us who grew up, you know, with real music anyway, um, but she's been well known Speaking on that show About how She never wants kids This is something She never wanted in her life It's one of the reasons Why she got a divorce In her previous marriage Is because He wanted kids And she didn't She's like I don't want kids My life is great I'm, I'm, I'm in a happy space I Kids aren't gonna make my life Any happier And then She leaves That relationship Because of that and is now married and having a kid. Here's a question, how, Frank: How would you feel? How would you feel? I'm if glad your... you asked that. <laughs> I'm just being I'm real. Glad like how you asked that. How would you feel? Like I mean, and it only got to be on on like how would you feel if your ex says she never wanted kids, but then popped up pregnant and happy in her new relationship?
1: Younger Frank, twenty something year old Frank, would have been pissed the fuck off. I would have taken that very, very, very personally. I'd have been hot. No lie.
0: Do you feel like it has to do with age, or did it feel like it
1: had to do with maturity? That's what I said. No, because I don't think I I think I could
0: be I think I could be forty
1: and feel away. Okay, so I'll say this: when I was younger, I wasn't I didn't I wasn't mature enough to understand, um, that different experiences evolve people. You get what I'm saying? So now being older, I can understand if you break up with someone in the process of that breakup or from the moment of your breakup to wherever they've done something that you wanted to share with them, like in this case, have kids or something, she could have came to some, she could have came to some type of awakening that you wasn't present for. Mm. And while y'all was together, it just didn't happen. She just didn't see what she needed to see. She didn't encounter what she needed to encounter to say, okay, now I want to be a mother. So on the show she mentions that being with Young Jeezy she she didn't call him do I forgot what she calls him she calls him probably by his name but being married to him he helped her realize and helped her feel safe and she realized that she never felt like completely safe and it's funny hearing mm. that you would think that for a person to feel safe is that they don't have to live in a, a a bad neighborhood or something but it's deeper than that like she could not feel safe emotionally she could not feel safe you know, in her work environment. Because I mean, again, being in the entertainment field is very cutthroat, especially for women. It's like younger, prettier faces are turned out every day. So having a kid is it's a lot to consider. It's, it's, you not only have to be responsible for you, you have to be responsible and provide for someone who didn't ask to be here. That's a lot of pressure. So she's probably, when she was in her previous marriage, she's probably thinking of it from that perspective. And then being with Jeezy, someone who comes from a harder background, who probably, if I had to guess, I would say he probably had a, a harder upbringing than she did. And he probably helped provide us some perspective that, look, all those circumstances may not always be perfect. For you to be safe doesn't take... It, it's a lot easier to attain than what you think it is, and maybe through some conversation or some understanding of understanding him and his background and how he views the world, maybe she became more comfortable. and Said, okay, although I wasn't feeling safe all this time, I actually have been in a safe space. So now she's comfortable taking these steps of bringing in another life to this world. Well, so, from from
0: from my com- from 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 her comments in that in that interview you're you're referring to, she says that um. She spent most of her life not feeling safe, and Jeezy spent most of his life not feeling safe. And that. And I bet it was two
1: completely different safes they were maybe, referring to. Maybe, maybe,
0: But she was yeah, saying- Yeah, right. They she didn't confirm, saying, but
1: I'm just saying, maybe. No, no, no.
0: No, no. I hear you. Uh, but she was saying because of experiences that happened to her and her background. Now, I don't know her story, but I could tell that the way she felt safe had something to tie very deep into her childhood which is why she probably felt not bringing a child into this world. It's hard to find protection in that because she never felt protected. Um, And regardless of whatever, the shoot 'em up thing or whatever, if it was, you know, something that could have happened to her, a horrible experience that happened to her in her past as a child where she had no control, maybe that's what is the root of her not wanting to have kids. But she, at least this is my interpretation, is that they found that their love created a safe space for each other. And right. that's why she is open to this now. You know what I'm saying? And and I think people tend to forget like there's a and I was listening to some to some ladies discuss this same thing and they were expressing that there's there's a there's a level of guilt that looms around women who were very who followed their ambitions and were goal-oriented and were very career-driven and reached our age, 34, 35, and haven't had kids yet. Like, there's a certain little bit of a guilt there that they may have missed their moment. You know what I'm saying? Because at 34, at 35 to, like, 40, I believe, I think even getting pregnant at that point, they they called it, they considered them, like, geriatric pregnancies. Like... And it's not saying, and this is not me in no way saying that it's impossible for you to have a healthy pregnancy, but like no, everything it's just, with time-
1: you're a higher risk of something happening, that's all.
0: Right. But like everything with time, everything's harder as you get older. You know what I'm saying? Losing right. weight is harder as you get older. Changing careers in, in your 30s and 40s is harder when you get older. You know what I'm saying? Like pivoting is harder to, when you get older. So I'm not saying it's impossible. So this by no means am I deterring any of you ladies- do what you need to do but i'm just saying like it probably there may have been a time at least amongst the group of ladies who were discussing it that you start to feel like man i'm i missed the opportunity to do this in the way i always imagined of doing it you know what i'm saying like i missed the opportunity of doing it and having as much control of the variables around it as i could have had i had done something earlier so i heard that and i was like damn you know i never even thought of that like the space she was in when she was in that first marriage could be totally different. It had may not even had anything to do with him. You know what I'm saying? Like right. she didn't all the stuff that she discussed when she was discussing being pregnant was about her and this new man. It had nothing like she had nothing bad to say like he didn't like he didn't do anything for her. You know what I'm saying? Like so a lot of people were like, oh she's throwing shade at him by saying, oh, now she's in a safe space. She just made there's so many different factors. Like you said, there's there's things people go through while you're not around. Like, awakenings that happen while they're not around. Like, you don't know where people are. And the time she would... Like, when she was young and married then... Like, who she is now is a totally different person. I'm sure. You
1: you made a great observation with, with what you just said about... Everything she talked about centered around her. It had nothing to do with him, And I think that's something... It took me a while to learn with maturity, but I think that's something that a lot of people still struggle with. Sometimes, what a person is going through, even if they break up with you, that breakup isn't personal. No, that breakup—it's not personal it's, against you. It's yeah, it's something they're them. not in the space for. And it sounds—it sounds so cliche when you when when you say it, because it goes back to that classic line: "It's not you, it's me." But sometimes it—that's what it is. It's not you. It's. It's that person. I, they have things that they need to deal with. They have things they need to address. They have things... They may not be comfortable in that particular position they're in. They need to break free of of, of what's surrounding them. Right. And if you happen to be part of the things they need to break away from, then cool. Understand it's not you personally. It's that situation they're in. They need to get out of that.
0: Uh, I, I agree 100%. Like, I... I I think sometimes we look for mess in places where there isn't mess. You know what I'm saying? Oh my
1: god, that is that that's that's social media in a nutshell.
0: But they're happy. I'm happy for them. You know what I'm saying? Well wishes. Hope hope everything happens well with the pregnancy. All that. I don't. I don't. I have nothing to say negative about that. Um, speaking of another happy couple, a young woman um named Ari Fletcher who is Uh dating Moneybag Yo. Moneybag Yo turned 30 uh, this past week, and his girlfriend, Ari Fletcher, bought him 28.8 acres of land for his birthday gift. Deed, everything she said, no mortgage on this, you don't have to pay for nothing. Like, here, this is for you.
1: I don't know why, but that was a different type of gifting for me. Um, honestly, I think it's dope. I'm just, it's a couple of things. I mean, 28.8 acres, that is a lot. That is, that's awesome. Um, just curious to know, like, where exactly is it? How close in proximity is to a city? What type of land is it? Like, if it... It appeared to be
0: next to a house. Like, it's weird to be next to a house. So it's, like... She bought him some land, like he probably could build on that shit. It wasn't like that's so far like, out, of the, it, out of out of the north, like, like out of you nowhere. Build
1: on and, you know, but I mean, either way, that's, or is it land he could flip? Because let's say that's like saying somebody bought you 28.8 acres of land in homestead back in 92. Like, dude, you sit on something like that. You sat, let's say if somebody had that 28 acres of land and homestead and they sat on it for 20, 30 years. I mean, they probably bought that land for probably a couple hundred thousand dollars. Now, they're multi-millionaires. So I'm curious to know, like, what kind of land did she get? Did she get land that's like, you know, 1992 homestead type of land? Where it's like, hey, it's just farmland, open space now? Or did she get him some land that's, you know, in between Port St. Lucie and Ocala type of land? Where it's like, hey, ain't much here. Right. And we ain't finna do nothing with this land in a long time. So just curious. But it's a very thoughtful gift and I, I, I guess it I, I changes it's, the pre-
0: I think it's one of the better like to me, it's more interesting gift I've seen a woman purchase for a man.
1: Yeah, because women are usually bad gift givers.
0: I mean, if we wanted, I mean,
1: I wasn't gonna go there yet.
0: But no, I mean if we you have want to, to be, take a word, today. Yeah, yeah, we be a little messy.
1: Yeah, yeah, we could be a little messy.
0: I mean we going to take this word we can take this word. Uh cuz if we you're going to be messy, I got a messy for you. You ready? Yes. <sighs> Frank's wife. I know you're listening. I'm talking directly to you. <laughs> Ari bought money bag yo. 28.8 acres of land. And all Frank wants is a PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> And he can't even get it. You don't even put the effort in. You don't even put the effort in to to at least get in the lines and get online. Hey, call his brother. Hey, could you hop on? Like, where's the effort? Where's the effort? I'm I'm watching Frank post videos laying on the ground, still holding a black PlayStation control, PlayStation 4 controller. Like, I just, I just, what's the problem? And Frank, this message is for you. Know your worth, King. Know your worth. <laughs> Like, if you, like, I got a spare bedroom now. Like, know your worth, dog. If it's time, if, I mean, if y'all got to, if you got to let that go, let that go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it don't have to be like this.
1: Oh, she going to swing on me when she hear this voice.
0: <laughs> it don't have to be <laughs> like this. It don't have to be like this, dog. Like, like know your worth, King. Know your I worth. I appreciate you. And before we duck out of here, there's one more thing that I don't care about. And that's R. Kelly being found guilty. Frank, I got you. I've prepared our statement. You don't have to say nothing. I'm not going to say nothing. This is how me and Frank feel about that.
1: What the hell is wrong with you people? Every famous nigga that gets arrested is not Nelson Mandela? Yes, the government conspires to put a lot of innocent black men in jail on fallacious charges. But R. Kelly is not one of those men. We all know the nigga can sing. But what happened to standards? What happened to bare minimums? You a fan of R. Kelly? You want to help R. Kelly? Then get some counseling for R. Kelly. Introduce him to some older women. Hide his camcorder. But don't pretend like the man is a hero. And stop the damn dancing. Act like you got some goddamn sense, people. Damn. don't playing around here.
0: And that's that's it. That's all we got to say about it. I'm going to let Huey... I'm going to let Huey speak for me.
1: And that's it. Huey let's Frank got something. <laughs> I mean, dude, that show did not fucking miss, man. The Boondocks was so on point with everything. Ahead of his fucking time. Every fucking thing. They didn't miss not
0: once. Apparently. It's supposed to be coming back on HBO Max soon, so... My nigga. Can't wait. The things that they could do now with everything that's going on... Bro...
1: Bruh, <laughs> I was looking at old clips <laughs> and it was the episode about Tyler Perry. <laughs> and oh, they yeah. talked about the formula to his movie with a woman dating a dark-skinned man, and then she find a light-skinned man that love Jesus with the thought <laughs> that, that shit had me rolling, bro. Dude, that sh- that cartoon did not fucking miss. And he was on point with R. Kelly shit. Thing is, like everybody knew, is it's for the longest. Like, it's gonna be what? It sounds crazy, but it's gonna be like them the twenty years since we graduated high school. So over twenty years, because he married Aaliyah like when we was in middle school. Because when did Age Ain't Number the Number come out? That came out when way we was in middle early. school, right? It way too early. All right, so that probably came out when we was in middle school. So it's well over twenty, possibly, maybe closer to thirty fucking years. That people knew this dude was a pedophile, at the very least. Then a video came out to confirm it. Hard fucking evidence. And nobody still didn't give a shit. It wasn't until a documentary came out and you saw all these women's faces and they're telling their horror story. But all these stories wasn't fucking new. Like As crazy as it sounds, they're telling their stories and you're like, oh, that's horrible. Real shit. You wasn't surprised by the stories. You were surprised to hear the details of it, like the intricate details. That's when you was like, oh, well, that part of the story is new. But overall, you fucking knew the story already. And it's like, is the nigga music that good to y'all? It
0: must See, I'm one of those people who don't do well with separating the person from the music, especially now, remember we had the conversation about, you know, we had that conversation. We had that conversation about Kanye and R. Kelly. How I couldn't put Kanye in the same boat that I put R. Kelly in. Like, if I'm gonna ex, if I'm gonna cut out somebody's music, R. Kelly's the nigga who fucking deserves that. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard for me to listen. And here's why. I this is why it's hard for me to disconnect specifically his music compared to Kanye's. Because what Kanye was talking about wasn't the nigga who I, who was rapping in those Kanye verses was like, I sometimes feel like that ain't the same person who I'm talking about now. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that pedophile motherfucker, that was the same nigga writing age ain't nothing but a number. When it's, it was so blatantly obvious in the titles, in the shit that he called himself, the Pied Piper, which is just a nigga who played his flute that he, to lure little kids out of their houses. Like, the nigga has always been very blatant about the shit that he's done. So it's hard for me to listen to Twelve play TP2. like all the shit that you know we grew up on. No lie, we grew up on it. Used to sit down waiting, to, listening to an underground station so I can get an early version of Trapped in the Closet before the rest of y'all hear. You know what I'm saying, like that type of shit. Right. But I can't, I can't disconnect hearing him talk about staring at somebody' body when, like, I nigga, I, I, am not, I can't, I can't disconnect my brain from that. That's just me. So all of y'all who can listen to it, that's on you. But when I say
1: I I'm good off R. Kelly music, just know I mean that shit. I was never really a fan of R. Kelly's music because it was a bit too raunchy for me. I just wasn't really into the whole raunchy music. You R&B like JT
0: thing. and 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 whatever, um, whatever Carisha put out. So I don't understand what the fuck you talking about.
1: Well, it's the difference. They fine. I want to hear them talk about their pussies. The fuck? Honestly, best answer you ever gave me. Move on. <laughs> but I I'm, I'm glad you you brought up the separating the art from the artist because that's the argument I've been hearing lately. I was listening to another podcast and they Ja Rule and Noriega on um Drink Champs, and they got on the topic, and Ja Rule is saying, like, hey, he's from his perspective, is you know, we should be able to separate the art from the artist. And much like in a similar vein that you were saying. It's a different when when the art is inspired by minors. Now, in Kanye's case, what he's saying politically and, and the shit he's doing in his personal life, wearing a red hat and all that shit that we don't agree with, that had nothing to do with Jesus Walk. That had nothing to do with Spaceship. That had nothing to do with my dark, twisted fantasy. That had nothing to do with 808s and Heartbreak. So we can, we can listen to that. Knowing that when he made that he was a different person, now the shit he makes now, we don't listen to it for whatever reasons we don't listen to it to, but it has nothing to it, it, there's no correlation to what he's doing now,
0: right,
1: however, if you're listening to songs like it seems like you're ready and whatever other shit he came out with in the past that now you're looking at them lyrics it seems and like you're your analyzing so ugh. Now see, even by me saying that now, it has a completely different look to it, don't it? Yep. And it's like, dude, I understand that was your jam in nineteen ninety six or ninety eight or whenever the fuck that came out. But now, knowing and understanding all that you know and understand, you still okay with that song? That that just don't sit right with me. That's that's a little weird, bro. Like, and like you said, he the shit he put the shit in everybody's face. Calling himself the pipe. We, and then when he said it, it wasn't like it was, you know, it wasn't like it was slick, like a Jay Z line, where it's like, oh, now I get it. It was kind of blatant, like, why he called himself the pipe? He even fucking wore that bandana shit over his eyes, that mad Like a shit. fucking bandit. Yeah, like, a, yeah, exactly. And it's like, hold on, we know who the pod pipe is. And even back then, people caught on. I remember, uh remember the show Mad TV? Mm hmm. Aerie Spears had a a skit. You know how sometimes they'll take an artist and spoof their song? Um, R. Kelly had that song for the Ali soundtrack, I'm the Greatest, I think the name of the song was. So Aerie Spears does a spoof of the song. He's dressed in a boxing garb or whatever. And in the song, instead of saying, you know, whatever, I'm the greatest, he says, I'm the greatest statutory rapist. So people even then, they knew Dave Chappelle had the jokes. I want to piss on you. Like this, nothing that came out in this case was fucking. I think the only thing that came out was new that a lot of what I know I didn't know like that was he was fucking little boys too. Other than that, everything that came out on this case is like, yeah, we kind of already knew that already. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But for it to take this long, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Eh, and the thing is like, guy. and I guess I would say out of all the things, the only thing that's really intriguing to me, like I can understand like someone like Jeffrey Epstein getting away with this so long because he had so many high-powered people. He had dirt on so many high-powered people. It's like, okay, if it's any dude we're gonna protect, we're gonna protect him because he has dirt on all of us. If he goes under, he can, he can fuck us all over. R. Kelly had no kind of power like that. So why the fuck y'all let him get away with it for so long? Jeffrey, I get it. He has dirt on powerful people.
0: I have an answer for this. This nigga...
1: Huh? I have an answer for it already. Help me out. Because I don't get it.
0: Nobody gives a fuck about your little black girls and your little black boys. Nobody gives a fuck.
1: Oh, shit. Being real. Nah, yeah, yeah, you're right, man. The value... The
0: value... The reason why what you said the whole thing about him messing with boys was the highlight that came out of this trial was because black people still give a fuck about gay shit. Like, I can't believe he was doing some gay shit. Like, that that's the thing. <laughs> like, be, I'm just being I'm real with laughing you.
1: laughing at the situation. No, 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 I, mean, I know. I'm laughing as a more of like, fuck, you're right. I, you, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Because people still get mad at, about Lil Nas X for being openly gay, although we he said it a long time ago. We know he's gay. But we see him kiss a guy on the stage. It's like, oh, that's some gay shit, nigga. He fucking told you he was gay at the barbershop with LeBron and them. The fuck?
0: Long time ago. <laughs> a long, long time, time ago. ago. Um, and and it it just highlights. All of a sudden, it, people were like, oh, I can't believe he was messing with some little boys and this this and that. But you didn't give a fuck when he was messing with little girl, girls who you were fans of. Niggas niggas restreaming Aaliyah's music to be number ones and shit now. Little this girls who he took advantage cover,
1: of. He's on the cover of the fucking AJ, nothing but a number album,
0: standing behind I mean, her like this, a fucking creep. Man, listen, us not I, don't, I ain't even. I ain't even gonna keep going to R. Kelly. R. Kelly is my say message this to you, though,
1: man. Like, go ahead. For those of you who still listen to him, and still adore him, fuck you. All right, we done.
0: And and R. Kelly, my message to you is. I saw this tweet, and I felt like you just need to hear it if you somehow somehow find your way to listen to this. Um, if you believe you can fly, now's the time.
1: <laughs> Don't drop the soap, nigga. Damn.
0: All right, Frank, on that note.
1: Wait, I just got one, one thing to say. So by the time you guys are listening to this, it's going to be my birthday week. And I want to celebrate with y'all by giving back to y'all. So, when you hit us, go to fnd.com and make a purchase. Use the coupon code frankbday at checkout to get 35% off on all purchases. Ooh, 35. Yeah, okay. 35%. This sale is gonna last all week. So, help me celebrate my birthday by getting 35% off at fnd. That's e f e n d e e.com. Coupon code frankbday. Okay. I'm going to
0: take advantage. Fuck that. Last time last time I came, you know, because I'm a supporter of my friends. Hey, Frank was trying to give me a discount. I said, nah, bro. I pay full price for my people. I try not. A lot of people treat black businesses as if they're supposed to be like hookups and nah, it's not a hookup. This is a fucking business. I'm going to look out for my people. I come pay full price. But nah, Frank B-Day, definitely going to get used. (laughs) Going on the website. I appreciate
1: that. And for those of you who like to take sales and for those of you who are big on couponing, the sales will be valid on items that are for sale. So you get 35% items on items that are already marked down. So Ooh, take advantage.
0: It. Hey, head straight to the clearance. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. go.
1: <laughs> that's E-F-E-N-D-E-E dot com. Frank B-Day. Frank B-Day. All right, man. On that note,
0: got anything else? No, no, we can't even do that. Nigga, we still got, still got.
1: All right, on that note, Frank, give me a give me your old school vibe of the week. Old school vibe of the week is "Street Talking" with Slick Rick the Ruler featuring mm. Outkast.
0: Mm, I like that. Oh, for me. Nigga, you oh even my ask bad. Me bad, mom. What's your old <laughs>
1: school vibe? <laughs> my bad. What's your old school vibe, mom?
0: Nah, my old school vibe. Um, it's because I play it at the beginning of every month. So when y'all hear this, play it too. It's first of the month. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, do
1: you listen to Drink
0: Champs? No, not not big
1: on it yet. Okay, you ain't got to be big on it. Crazy Bone was featured on it recently, and he talked about them creating that song and how they got on and everything. It was a very interesting episode, so I recommend. I, I'll you stop and check listen it to
0: it. I, there's certain episodes I, I have like archive that I want to go back to, so I I definitely want to listen to it or watch it. I'm more of a some I, I've started to get into kind of like... For me, I'm always on the move, so I kind of listen more to my podcast than I watch my podcast. um, But I've started now watching a couple of them on YouTube because sometimes you get a little bit more context with being able to see people.
1: And it's only y'all, one it's podcast one day. I watch. It's
0: coming one day. Don't forget. We we ain't forget. It's coming one day. The visual is going to match the
1: audience. That's, that's one of the things me and Marvin are definitely working on. Yeah. Um, Give me a new vibe of the week. So my new vibe of the week is Valley Boy. Uh, what is, it's it's from an artist called Valley Boy. And the name of the song is Caviar. I found this song on one of my playlists. I don't even know what song I was playing to make this song play. But never heard of the artist, never heard of the song. When the shit started playing, I was like, yo, this bumps. And it ain't even like hip-hop or anything. The shit is marked under alternative. So I don't even really know how to describe it. The shit just sounds good to me, period. It's
0: a vibe. It's a vibe. There it is. I got you. It's a you. vibe. All right, my new, my new vibe of the week is "Your Heart" by Jordan Lucas featuring J Cole. Is
1: Fire. that the song he, he made addressing Karen Civil? Not sure. All right, I
0: didn't even hear. <laughs> That's a about joke, Karen bro. Civil. You fucked me up just now. Did <laughs> so you say something about Karen? Civil? <laughs> Hell yeah, um, that nigga's
1: been that nigga's been pissed off at her for a minute now.
0: I mean, and he got and he got he has a right to it. In the next episode, let's talk about it a little bit. Um. Cause bro. <laughs> 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 this nigga hit. All, right. all right, man. Let's go ahead and sign off, fam. All right. bring <laughs> got anything else you want to bring to the table? Absolutely not. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and we chop it up. I'm your co host, Marvin a.k.a. Young Saint, a.k.a. Mr. Flexo and the Lexo, about to make your best so my next so, Charles Flex Xavier, all those other things. And the man to the right of me can only be.
1: The F and F and D, who else but me? I can only be who I say I be. It's Frank. We already chopped it up. Uh, I know you already know the rest, but I'm going to go through it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. My computer is not being my friend. I'm going to have to freestyle it. You could email us at the samurai profession. Oh, how the fuck i normally sign off? This has been no, hold on. Freestyle this shit. Oh, uh, you can email us at the samurai professionals at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at the samurai pros. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at I can only be frank. Where can they find you, Ma? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram,
0: and TikTok at Marvin X Adams.
1: Please hit us up with any questions, comments, or even topic suggestions. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace. I went back for a freestyle, huh?